Today is June 1st. It's a midweek episode. We're taking a look at all the slumping and poor performing players on the New York Yankees, and we're deciding which guys we're going to fix, which which guys we're going to switch, and which guys we're just going to stick with. So let's do it. Oh, you son of a bee sting. Oh, not connected to the soundboard. Oh, my. Let's talk Yanks. Hello and welcome to, that's, what were we just listening to? Oh my God, my brain's in a pretzel. Welcome to Talking Yanks, it's presented by DraftKings. Jake, take over for me. Jimmy, I just had the biggest brain fart ever. It's okay, it's okay. Yeah, it's a, Jim, you know what that was? That was a side effect from the Yankees. Laptop. Literally disconnected when it's supposed to be connected. I mean, we had just it done. It's kind we of did tests. We like three seconds before we, we started the show, it. we checked and it, it worked and so, then it disconnected. So I mean, it felt. I felt some Yankees energy in that intro. From however they disconnected us to your mind getting bottled by the song there at the end. So that's okay. I mean, that's kind of the vibes in Yankee Land right now. And I, we're here to fix that. Today. I heard the end of the song, John Boy and Jake, and for some I reason, JJR. I thought it was the JJR song. Yeah. I, saw, I saw that. I saw it happen. And then I was like, wait, did I play the wrong song? Yeah. But it's the right song that we've done for 609 episodes now. Yeah. So that's new, new tune, but yeah. Sa- like, but yeah, kind of a same old song. Uh, 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 worry worthy brain fart out of yeah. me. Oh, every day. Yeah. I told you guys that. Well, that was when I was driving and parking. I I did the Arthur confident walk. I was so happy. I remembered where I parked my car. I didn't have to check my phone. I took a screenshot of the map. I remembered where I parked my car. The second I got in, I forgot my new home address. So I was like, ooh, that's scary. That is scary. I've lived there for four months. That is scary. I, uh... Every every day that I park somewhere new, I always think about taking a picture or texting it to myself, and then I don't. And then I'm always like, how do I survive without – how do I remember every day? And I just naturally know to go where I parked. It, I think at some point every day I have a moment like, where did I park again? I don't. I See, I expect it's, to. It, you, I think sometime in the mid-afternoon I, like, recheck in with myself. Is. My I body's think, clock I know every is just time, good at it. I think there's kind of such a fear of that that, like, when I was walking in and walking out, you kind of men- mentally make check marks. You're like, okay, yeah, I went up the hill, and, okay, that bodega was on the left. Like, I traced my footsteps directly, and I normally have the worst memory. Yeah. All right. Okay. We've done it. Yeah. We've done the intro banter. Actually, is this, uh, do we have any new patrons that I can say that this hey. is brought to you by? We, oh, Chris Roach. Well, double up. Thanks, Chris. Roach. So a little, uh, little input here, a little behind the curtain. Uh, input. Jake and I were walking to our cars last night after our day at the office. How about that? And... We both said, so what do we have tomorrow? And then we said, oh, we have the midweek talking Yanks. It's and we both and we both went, oh, shit. Yeah. What are we going to do? We can't just turn the mics on and complain for 40 minutes straight. Yeah. We do have sharp stats at the, uh, that we're doing at the end. So then we brainstormed some ideas, some segments to kind of weave the conversations. And we landed on each of us, BBD included, has chosen out of the slumping players – one guy we're going to fix. We're going to say, I just, if I could just have one guy on the team out of all these that I want to just fix him. One guy we're going to switch either by uh, bringing someone up from AAA or making a trade. Uh, and then one guy that we're just going to stick with, whether he improves or not, just ride that out. So that's what we're doing. Yeah, we we went through a couple. A. Iterations is Guys, the word. 
Can I tell you something? Podcasts are better when they're fun. That's kind of one of the deep secrets of podcasting. Well, not in the true crime world. I still think fun. Yeah, my favorite. You still have to make it fun. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, we were in this malaise. The Yankees are in. How do we make this fun? So we kind of circled around a draft idea of this, and like, oh, okay, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna stick with him, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix them. And then we're like, no, like let's. Let's get the big conversations out there. I think it'd be funny if at one point when we do the fix and say we all have the same fix, that's funny. Because then it's we'll just go tell the Yankees, go fix that. We've all agreed. Three of us all agreed wholeheartedly. I'd be surprised if we don't have all the same fix. Really? Yes. I'd be surprised if we don't have all the same switch. Okay, I don't think we're going to have all the same anything. Because I think these terms, and I was asking you beforehand, I think you can spin these terms for different players a little bit. Um, I think our six will be all different. I think stick might be the closest, but we'll see. I'm interested to find out. Yeah. Okay. Do we just start then? I think so. Mm-hmm. Who? Well, okay. Are we doing fix, switch, or stick? Well, BBD wrote fix first. Okay. So I think we'll go fix first. I'm going to do random number generator, as we do here. Yeah. BBD is it um brought is this brought to us by Yeah, this is this whole format is brought to you by Manscaped. They actually reached mm. out. They said, "We'd like to sponsor the Fix Switcher Stick segment." We said, "I don't know, Manscaped." Yeah. How would you even know that we came up with it? We did it last night on Walk Home. They said, "We know, and we'd like to sponsor it." So, they said that they wanted us to all um, fix your pubes. Show our pubic region, and and who's gonna fix switch or stick? Fix your pubes, and uh, I, I want to switch out my penis for another penis. Okay, and then stick it. Jeez, at the end there, it got sexual. Oh, really? Yeah, when you said I didn't you even want... think about that. Yeah, wow, nuts. Anyway, uh, Manscaped um, says that they have a new lawnmower 4.0, which they sent us a, a giant box. I brought one home. You have one? You got one? one down there. Get it, Jake. It's down there. It has been in that spot about two weeks. Nice. We've well, we have a bunch. We, we, we got a bunch. Home. We got some yesterday. Yeah. They wanted to. They sent uh, us the thing. They want to take care of everybody here. And they're awesome. They're Seven thousand RPM. That'd be a hell of a Ooh. fastball. Trimmer features skin-safe technology to keep your balls in check and has helped reduce manscaping accidents around the world. A new multifunction on-off switch. It's part of the segment. Can engage a travel lock created for jet setters. Maybe BBD can ride, use it on his jet ski. He's a jet ski enthusiast. A lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn the 400K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Additional guard length, sizes 1 through 4 to let you trim to your liking. Jake likes drawing palm trees down in his stuff. Um, they got a bunch of other stuff in the in the thing. All three of these are vegan, cruelty-free, and sulfate-free products. How about Huge. that? The crop gel, the crop shaver, and the oh, crop exfoliator. Right. I brought that home yesterday. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code YANKS at manscaped.com. This is a perfect package for you and your dad's perfect package. That's kind of a fun gift mm. to get your dad. Like, dad. Dad. I haven't seen since the, I was five. Uh, last time you but got I can bet. You got a lot going on down there that you shouldn't. Last time you got out of the pool, the family all saw something. You know what you do? You give it to your dad for Father's Day. Yeah. And you sign the card and say, Mom asked me to get or you mom. this. Yeah. And then you just let it linger at the dinner table. And dad's going to feel awkward. And everyone's going to feel awkward. And Manscaped's going to make the whole family better. So use code YANKS at manscaped.com. 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code YANKS. It's dad bod season. Time to get smooth. Ooh. All right. So um, I will be BBD. You're number one. Jake, you're number two. I'm number three. And I'm going to generate a random number. And Jake, you were number two. You have to go first. Who are you fixing? So we're fixing. Number one. I'm fixing uh, this one. Couple guys came to mind. For where the other categories landed... For me, this this one kind of lined itself up. I'm fixing DJ LeMahieu. I, uh, man, when the offense was going for a brief point of this season, DJ was the fire starter again. He was, you know, we we butter knife the stats in the last like two weeks. He led the league in runs, 
And that was when he kind of looked like DJ And the offense was actually clicking I, I do think they feed off DJ a little bit When when each judge and Stan at bat Has the threat of being a multi-run homer I think that changes the dynamic of the offense I think that makes pitching more stressful for the pitcher So fix for me turned into DJ Because he just he hasn't felt right at the plate also have DJ for fix, BBD. He was my clear number one. Sweet. Like yeah. Who'd you, I wonder now, because you didn't think it was clear unanimous, who else did you have in this category? We might well, hear I about think, them later. Okay. I think we might still be providing other fixes. If DJ can go back to being DJ, that would be amazing. He's currently got a 684 OPS, a 97 OPS plus. The on-base percentage is there. The slugging is not. So I think I think the other thing that we we should have clarified was like injuries weren't involved in this. We we didn't say like oh Voit's healthy tomorrow yeah. or no, yeah. make Stanton a hundred percent. Yeah, like those those were illegal. Uh, so yeah, and it's slumping players only. Yes, like we're not or, or like underperforming. Judge isn't, isn't going to be the judge stick. isn't an option. He's not in the pool. It's uh, underperforming only. Yeah, I thought DJ was an Cole. easy clean sweep. Mm. If you could choose one person, it's him, man. Everything's down. His slugging is the lowest it's been uh, in his career for a full season. Yeah, if you, I'm sure I, this will perhaps be covered in something we're doing later this episode. But if you want to double check with Statcast stuff, like he his like hard hit numbers and like. Average well, exit launch, velo, like launch angle straight down. down. As is, he's probably one of the guys that, even if those were normal, he'd be more affected by the new balls than a lot of other guys. I'm not letting the Yankees slide on like that because they're, they're, no, they're, they're bottom the five offense. And, and he's you, not hitting the ball hard anyway. Did you see Rosenthal's tweet about who the other bottom five offenses are? They're all teams not trying that have they're like teams, tri- AAA players. Yeah. Uh, well, no, no, no. The Mets, but the Mets are injured, so right. they're playing a lot of corners. They have players. a full injured, injured lineup. Yeah, uh, Pirates, Tigers, Orioles—that—that's our company. Yeah, and the Yankees, for the most part, well, they run out some weird lineups, but yeah, I mean, DJ would really surely, surely help. It's just so weird because some, you know, if you look at the baseball savant. You know, some of the stuff is there, but yeah, he's just not barreling balls at all. And it seemed like he was constantly doing that. He's in the bottom 4% of the league for barrel percentage. And I mean, I, okay, so I guess last he has year. Three on the season. And, and barrel, I think, is one that, that does get into some caveats because in 2020, he was actually ninth percentile. Because he doesn't have launch angle. Right. He, he's always hitting him line drives. He's um, not always. But his average exit velo last year was 86 percentile. Uh, in 2019, it was 92nd percentile average exit velo. So far this year, he's 51. Yeah. I mean, he's dead in the middle when he was previously elite at that. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what he needs to see happen. Um, you know, he was just so top last year, top 4% in expected batting average, top 1% in WOBA, which. Uh, if you remember the queen of stats, KT Sharp, originally brought to our attention two, three years ago, and we were like, wow, that's a, that's a cool one. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, just bizarre. The K-rate, holy shit. <laughs> um, pardon my France. Last year, he was top 1% in K percentage. Mm-hmm. 9.7. 9.7. Top 1%, as elite, elite as you can get. Um He's still seventy six percentile, but it's it's more than doubled. Uh, that's it's, it's close a, that's to a double. Big drop off. Yeah, seventeen and a half percent. But twenty nineteen, he was thirteen seven, and now he's seventeen, and it's still low league wide ish. So yeah. I think it's like it's above average. I think last year it's was just wildly average. low. It's, last year was last year was uh, an outlier. Yeah. Good. Yes, and this a, is kind of an outlier. This band. is an outlier. You combine band. all these numbers for the last two years, and he's like the the top of everything for the two year sample he had with the Yankees before his free agency and everything. Um, and like you couldn't expect him to keep being the MVP of the league, but yeah, but I'd fix him. I'd, yeah. That would be my choice. Okay, easy. So we said a bunch of times the team kind of goes as he goes. All right, uh, next up we have, what did you put next? Switch? 
And I'm going to generate it again to see who goes first. BBD, you go first. Who are you switching? The switch, who I think we, we all were going to agree with, the clear number one was Mike Ford for me. Okay. Whatever it is just isn't working. It's the easiest position for us to just try something else. Voight's out right now. Probably going to be out a month or two. Like, you can try something else, and you're not going to be any worse off than right now. Mike Ford. I like that. What do you have? Uh, So, I did a slash line here. I have a slash line, too. Clint Andujar. Okay. I don't have that. I just, let's trade for an outfielder. Please and thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm... It's, I'm inc- it's incredible they're running Clinton Andujar out there every day. I'm in a similar bucket, but it's not the solution you're looking for. And I, I talked about this on one of the last Talking Yanks. I put Cattell Marte slash Florial because, A, I'm leaning trade. Mm-hmm. And if Florial's part of that trade or big pieces, Cattell Marte... Let's lay this out there if fans don't know. He has an interesting contract where he has team options that are pretty affordable. Uh, he's $8 million, $8.4 million next year. He's six point four this year, so he would fit under their cap range. $8.4 next year, and then he has team options for 8 and 10. I am starting to fall in love not just because he's on Jake Snakes, but he plays center field. He also plays middle infield which the Yankees have needed a lot and at different times, and he could be the stopgap. He could be the backup shortstop. He could be the backup second baseman. But this whole thing comes back to center field for me because Clinton Andujar, I don't know what's going on there right now. Uh, One of those two guys by the end of this season should be a capable hitter. And last postseason, we rolled out with Clint, who was hitting and had a really good year, with Guardy as the defensive replacement. And then Guardy also started games. So the problem, if we bring in someone like Cattell Marte, who can play center field, that leaves Guard Dog, Clint, and Andujar to figure it out. And if your worst-case scenario is Guardy playing borderline gold-glove defense and not hitting, that's a win. Or if one of those two can figure out how to hit and you have Guardy as the late-game replacement... That's your solution in left field. So I uh, I really think this center field, and I wonder what Cashman the God is thinking, because I do think you have to give up a package for Cattell Marte, and I don't think, you know, he was a guy in Cashman's plans. But Hicks is hurt, and even if Hicks comes back and looks great next year, you have flexibility with Cattell Marte that he can play second or shortstop or wherever else you need him. So I'm kind of in. You can move him to left field next year if you want. Yeah, I mean the it's the money works for this year. Next year it's money on the books, but hopefully they go over next year so they don't care that much. We'll see what the CBA yeah, looks like. So on the Yankees way. side, you didn't choose someone. You're just bringing some. I you guess. want to switch to? Well, that's where I was asking if trade counted for that. I if I, it's I if, like the way you went. If well, it's what, we kind of have the same right. answer. Similar. I mean, I'm sides of the same coin. Outfield, we want to change center field. I need center field. I can let left field figure itself out. With, I can't with the guys. Yeah. I yeah. So we disagree I can, there. Yeah. I I I gladly bring Cattell Marte in, but I Clint Andor cannot be part of a playoff team. They can't be. They can't be trusted to catch and throw a ball. Yeah. So they cannot be part of it, and their offense isn't great either. So, but I'd like you bring well, them had, in. Their offense has been historically bad. Kind of both of them. Andujar's getting it going recently. But I think, man, if those guys can hit for their first three at-bats and then you put guard dog out there, I think you can do that. Thank you. Yeah. I'd, I, I'd, I'd rather would. avoid rather it. Not. I'd rather they be good at defense or we have a guy who can, but you can do it. I disagree. I, I, I think if you run Clint or Anduhar out there as an outfielder, you are conceding the playoffs. I would. I don't I like to avoid it. I would want. I would try to think of the last team that was in the World Series that had players that bad in the starting nine, offensively and defensively. So the offense is the caveat there because these guys are supposed to be good offensively. They show nothing. 
I mean, we've seen weaker defensive players. I mean, the guy that jumps out is Schwarbo when he was on the Cubs, and they just threw him out in left field. Um, and I'm sure there's more examples if we actually yeah. researched it, but they're not hitting it all. And that's all. the only reason yeah, yeah, it's they're both, on the team. Both sides. Yeah. Like, I had cl- the Clint slash Andujar tandem as, like, an option under my fix. Yeah, um, if could tell Marte so comes in, could just, put him in center and put Guardian left. Well, that's where I think you have, you know, this baseball season, it doesn't feel like it because we got brainwashed last year. We're a third of the way done. Like, we're just picking up steam. You know, one of these guys can still have a great baseball season. I know it doesn't feel that way. But center field for me is the thing you have to circle because then that can turn left field into a strength. Whether if it's one of those two guys figure out how to hit, whether Guardy gets hot, Guardy's defense, it's been great in center, but it plays up in left field. He's an elite, elite left fielder. So I think when you can put those three guys in the left field pot, it's not ideal, but you have that situation figure itself out. And it, it avoids Guardy. Guardy hits a wall when he plays a lot. Wears out. In this back nine of his I career, like Marte. So. I just, that just, that <clears> would just mean we're sticking with. Guardy, he was not my stick right now, but yeah. So um, I guess something to note with Marte, I know a, cu- a couple years ago he had a quote, just like he doesn't like going back and forth between positions. Like yeah, they haven't the they haven't played him in the infield yet this year. So like, yeah. he, he also he hasn't played a lot this year. He came back. Uh, he got injured after his first seven games when he was on fire. Since coming back, the last uh, uh, eleven games he hasn't been uh, that great. So yeah. he's he, still getting he back likes, into it. But. I guess like a lot of guys, but he has said he likes. Having like a regular defensive position, he doesn't care which what it is, right? Yeah. And he can't well, do anything. We'll give you center field. Yeah, <laughs> if he's coming here, he would be the yeah center for sure. The trade package would be very interesting. I do think you know he's got one huge season surrounded by okay seasons. Uh, I think the Diamondbacks would ask for a price, but at this point, you know, if a price is Florial and one of the pitchers, Medina. I mean, you punch that ticket, man. You got to. Yeah. X is on the books. Judge is on the books. Like, yeah, you'll find a you'll find a spot for Cattell. I agree. Um, wonder, but I wonder how many other teams are looking for that versatility. Probably a lot. Um. Okay, should we move on? BBD left. I think so. Is that BBP? Maybe the P Festival. So, I guess we'll... I'll go first. You guys both went first? Yeah. That makes Um, sense. You're sticking. My sticking, again, I did a platoon here. And it's kind of boring answer, but it's Gary and Higgy. Okay. Um, I don't think you're going to find better anywhere. Whether it's a triple-A catcher coming up or you're trading, it's not worth trading for at all. Mm. Catcher is so slim. Uh, Gary is like fifth in the AL in weighted runs created and um, OPS or whatever, I forget. And then the Yankees as a team at catcher, um, I'm looking at war right now. Uh, In the AL, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. They're sixth in the AL as a tandem. Mm. They were third like a little bit ago. So it's... I, for me, I did this. Um, I don't even think it's an option, though, but I don't know if everyone knows that. But you're not going to find anything crazy better or worthwhile on the trade market or in AAA. So whether they perform or not, whether they improve or or stay how they are right now, you're sticking with Higgy and Gary. Like, that's yeah. that's how you're riding the season out. So it kind of doesn't even count because it's not an option. But I just, if people did think it was an option to replace either, I just wanted to remind them it's it's kind of not. Yeah, I like that. I, I considered them for the stick. I was, if I went with the stick, I was going to go a step further and say, like, play Gary more. Like, make him the starter, especially now that Kluber's out and Higgy was his kind of security blanket. Gary's a good option for fix, too. Um, but it's a kind of a taller task than DJ. Yeah, and it's and there's an element of like, yeah. There's also he was on my list there's there, also so. not a fix. 
because he is one of two starters on the Yankees right now that has an OPS plus over 100. I think that would stun yeah. Yankees fans at the um, league wide runs cr- position. Runs created. He's there's he's um one of the only three Yankees that are above average league wide at runs created plus. Yeah. Weighted, weighted runs created plus at 104. It's Judge Stanton Judge. and then Gary Sanchez, which <laughs> that brings me back to 2018, mm-hmm. but in a very different depiction right now. So Jeez, yeah, there. yeah, I think uh, he dropped under. Um, as far as um, he has as far as OPS goes from the catching position. So I did WAR earlier, and they were fifth in the AL. Mm-hmm. As far as com- OPS from the catching position in the American League, Yankees are in second place. I recently did that search this weekend. We do this all the time. Little, we do this all. somehow a little ahead of the Royals, right? Uh, no, the Royals are at 701. Yankees are at 777. Twins are at 718. So it's a big drop-off, mm-hmm. too. Um, it's a 50-point <laughs> or 60-point drop-off. Yeah, it's just a it's crazy reminder how weak the catching position is. Um, that isn't the They're, they're the second-best catching tandem in the AL. Gary Sanchez in 202, 331 OBP, 709 OPS. And, yeah, that's a positive OPS plus this year. So that's insane. And, yeah, Gary's had a couple good ones. I uh, considered them for the stick, but kind of like you were saying, like, that situation is that situation is that situation. I know. Like, so, like, I have a backup, but I thought it needed to be I like it. Sad. I like it. I went with Glaber. Um we just went we just went about a month without Glaber being a issue defensively um and then that kind of all bottleneck bottlenecked and has been 3 to 4 days of holy smokes uh and i do think a he's 24 i know that's not a perfect excuse when he's been playing pro ball for this is his fourth season now but he is 24. And last time this happened, he addressed it. You know, the first two weeks of the season were scary. We were reliving a lot of those shortstop combos. A, we don't have the budget to bring in another shortstop. <laughs> Glaber's kind of got to be the guy. Or, excuse me, the Yankees do have a budget. They're not going to use it to bring in another shortstop. Glaber, the last time the defense became a bad thing, we saw a tangible change. We saw him mix up his throwing style, and a couple of the plays he's messed up were kind of going back to old things, kind of building up for that dial-it-up throw instead of fielding it, getting rid of it, giving your first baseman a chance. I'm sticking with Glaber. The hitting, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, career, he's still a 270, 341, 813 OPS guy. This year he's been a 674 OPS, and I think you just got to stick it because, A, the Yanks aren't going to get another shortstop. You're 24, kid. Tough days happen in this sport. Figure it out. Bounce back like you did last time. And the hits got to start coming for some of these Yankees. Otherwise, I just I don't know. I don't know what this season will be about. So, Yeah, I'd like to. You can stick with them if the defense is the good defense, right? You can stick with his Closer offense's performance. It's not great, though. Um, he's not slugging at all. At all. He's bottom 4% in hard hit rate. But what are you going to do? I mean, there's now there's more louder stories about Trevor Story, which is like getting to the point where someone else just wrote it, like another person that I... Passing said it on... The ESPN. That's who it was. Yeah, I want. I wanted to text them and be like, "Text them. Do you really think this? Yeah, their legs on that. No, they're not. No, they got like he just he's just throwing it out. There. He's playing the game. I don't know. Yeah, because yeah. Colorado would essentially have to eat chunk of Trevor Story's contract, close to all of whatever he's owed this year. You'd have to give up a trade package of sorts and more. 
Let me uh, play the clip because what did he? I didn't even hear what he said. And you've seen this again and again, Glaber Torres playing a substandard shortstop. I do wonder if the Yankees want to hang in this, whether they're going to have to go out at the trade deadline and get a shortstop. And there's going to be a really good one out there in Trevor Story, who's going to be a free agent this offseason and is going to leave Colorado, whether he leaves the Rockies in a trade to the New York Yankees or go somewhere else to help with their pennant contention is unknown at this point. But you'd have to think Brian Cashman, the Yankees general manager, has to be considering the possibility of acquiring Trevor Story. Yeah. For me, it's a hard no right away. Yeah. And it just they felt have, a little clicky. They have so many more pressing needs than Glaber right now, which exactly. is, I wish they, we, I wish he was the pressing need. Exactly. The like math if, just doesn't work. I don't, if you get Story, what happens? Like, Kick Glaber to left. <laughs> Glaber go to second. And I mean, Wall, go first, and yeah, you, Wall voids and out. You, Wall Void. voids out. Right, but I'm saying I'm saying the end game. If you get yeah. Trevor Story, there's got to be an end game where Luke Voigt and Giancarlo Stan are in the same lineup. You bet on that not happening. <laughs> okay, which ain't a bad bet. Yeah. BBD, who's your um, <clears throat> your stick? Stick. Yeah, I had a few choices that I don't think any of them are big, big conversations. So we don't have to go too long. Like, similar to the Glaber one, Voight I had on there as, like, look, he's going to be out a little bit. He wasn't, like, great while he, the 10 games he got to play or whatever. But, like, you believe in him whenever he sure. is back. We don't have to make the big change there. Like, I think you can piece it together with internal options for the two months he's out. Um, I would like, with that said, I, I Mike Ford was my switch, so like right. try Gittins out, DJ at first as much as you can. I almost, I almost was hoping, it. like I have the Yankees PR Twitter account. I was almost hoping that like that move happens before we got to this part of the show, because <laughs> like if that's not already in motion, yeah. For me, there were three um, stick options. It was the catchers, it was Glaber, and then it was Geo. Yeah, Geo, I just like don't even have on my board as like a as like a problem, and I and I guess he has dropped off. We just did that briefly. Um, Can I ask you a but, quick question? A quick aside. Sure. If if they start Mike Ford against Glass now today, or is the season <laughs> season is, is officially it, over? Is it like Sabbath? What's is it? Yeah. What would that be? Was sabotage the word you were saying? I don't know. What yeah. is that? Like you'd have to really question their motives. Yeah, especially like you're gonna. I hope they don't. Yeah, I too hope they don't. You know what? I'll get in on that. I hope they don't. Mm. Okay. Uh, the other like option, I was thinking it was like Monty slash JMO for stick. Like, mm. let him go. It's not. He'll figure it out. JMO, he's coming back from two years off. We do that this kind of every time he pitches. There's certain days he like looks pretty good and the stats haven't backed it up, and there's certain yeah. days where he's gotten hit. But like, I can nothing's like happening to his rotation spot. I consider JMO. You know, you know, Sarah's saying good things about JMO made me feel better, but you kind of have to. And like Monty, I just kind of I believe in him. The numbers aren't there right now, but we just saw him have the good start against the White Sox, like the most important start he needed to have. Yeah. So the kind of, I feel like it kind of doesn't need to be said, but and he's great in the playoffs last year. He's been good when you need him to be, for the most part. I just typed out my September playoff lineup. Okay. Gary Gary catching Void at first, DJ at second, Glaber at short, Geo at third, Guardian left, trade piece Cattell and center Judge and right Stanton DHing. Bang biscuit. Because I was thinking of all the people I don't want to see. Like, right. No Ford, no Odor, no Anduhar, no Clint. One of my Wade's on the bench. One of my options for for switch, like my second, my number two on there was Odor. It's like <laughs> the numbers are bad. You take out that four for five game he had, and yeah, it's man, even worse. It's just like yeah. Well, Void's out. He's part of like the we can piece it together with this, but like when he's back, he can't be part of like our winning effort. Lineup or game dude, plan. If, if Anduhar starts hitting, then maybe and like catching somewhat, mm. maybe he can start in left and Guardy replace him late. 
Um, he's at least got an excuse. He hasn't played baseball in three years. Like right. they asked him, like, how's it feel to be hitting again? He was like, you know, he had four games back. Uh, played his first four games, he went hitless. Since those, then, in his last fifteen, he's got a three hundred two batting average. None of the other numbers are impressive. They're all been singles, but he's getting on base every game. Better than a lot of the other guys. And he's got an excuse. He hasn't played. Like, um, so it's easier for for me to buy into, yeah, he just needed at-bats. I don't know what's going on with Clint. It's bizarre, He played last year. There's a lot of these guys in the lineup right now are covering for each other. (laughs) Like, BBD, you mentioned Odor pretty casually. The Texas Rangers, expected to be one of the worst teams in baseball this year, are paying his full salary to not play baseball with them. And he is essentially an everyday guy for the New York Yankees, the team that was the favorite to come out of the American League. So, yeah, like, Odor is covering for Clint. Clint is covering for, like, Geo not having a great month. Like, the catchers kind of take turns, but they've actually been solid. And then it's like, okay, Glaber has a bad day. And it's just wild, man. I mean, Brett Gardner is having a bad year. Oh, terrible. But we don't give a shit. Yeah, because I'm accepting that, like, if I put Guardy in left field in that playoff out positioning... I'm accepting that. Catch the ball and hopefully give you make, one good at bat. I mean, he's and if make, he's playing left field at Yankee Stadium, he's he turns doubles into singles. Yeah. And he'll, I trust him in a game that matters to put together at least like a long at bat, if nothing else, which, I mean, is, which is beneficial come playoff time, even if they're not translating to hits. Brett Gardner, 2019 and 2020, had a 115 OPS plus. He's 15% better than your league average hitter. This yeah. year, he's 51. I'd rather him not be starting in the playoffs. Someone's mad at me for saying I'd start him in the playoffs in the chat, but, like, what are the other options? With the current group yeah. we've got. They all yeah. they all can't hit, and the other two aren't outfielders. So, that's the official fix, switch, or stick. We do have a sharp stats from Katie Sharp, and it is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings has fun bets all the time. I like going and looking at the odds. Uh, yesterday, let's see what what did Morton do yesterday? Charlie Morton. It was over five and a half strikeouts. Charlie Morton. It was plus one fifty five. I just googled Charlie. Like that was going to bring me Charlie Morton's game log. Just Charlie. Charlie. Country song came up. He struck out six. Oh, shit. Hey, now. Great line. So you would have won big money on that. Let me check my email to see if they sent me the updated um, odds for today's Yankees games. And it looks like they did. BBD, you said they probably would send it to you by the time we get to the ad read. And they did. All right, let's see the Yankees game today. Let's see the Yankees game today. Bradford Jones and me. 64% of the bets have been placed on the Rays to cover one and a half. It's Glass now versus Herman today. Uh, 53% of the money is on the Rays. So they are the favorite today, and everyone is betting them to cover. 87% of the money is on the over. The Sharps. What? And 51% of the bets are on the over. I don't know what's going on. I would not yeah. take the over in Glass now versus the Yankees. Yeah. What the fuck are these people doing? So if you want to get in on the action, looks like you can, you know, be one of the 13% that are correct like me. Download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOHNBOY when you sign up. And they also have another special going on where you can turn $1 into $100 in free credits if you bet on any basketball team still playing right now. Uh, and if they win their next game, you will claim $100 in free credits. It's promo code JOHNBOY for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. New customers only. Wager paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promo code JOHNBOY when you sign up. That's how they know that we sent you. All right. 
Let's go to the sharp stats. Hey guys, what's up? It is Katie Sharp, the queen of stats, back again. And, you know, this isn't going to be a fun voicemail. I am sorry, but the Yankees are pretty pathetic right now. And I think that obviously two of the most disappointing players on this team this season arguably have been DJ LeMahieu and Clint Frazier. I don't think you can argue any other way. And so I just wanted to uh, put into perspective just how awful they've been and how disappointing their season has been. Um, and the fact that both of them are on the Yankees is a, is a double whammy, I would say. So I looked at 200, there were 250 players that had at least 150 plate appearances in last year and this year. So basically players that were both regulars this year and last season. And of those 250 players, seven of them have seen their batting average decline by at least 80 points. And you guessed it, two of those seven are Yankees, DJ LeMahieu and Clint Frazier. Slugging percentage. Five of them have seen their slugging percentage decline by at least 200 points. Two of those five, Yankees, DJ LeMahieu, Clint Frazier. And the final one, OPS. Seven of those players have seen their OPS. Seven of those 250 players have seen their OPS decline by at least 300 points. Two of those seven, you guessed it. Those are Yankees, DJ LeMahieu, Clint Frazier. So arguably those two guys have been probably two of the five or seven most disappointing players in the entire major leagues this season, both of them on the Yankees. Sorry, guys. Sorry to be the bringer of bad news, but it's a sad, sad time in Yankee land right now. Damn. Thanks, Katie. So in all three slash lines, there's one constant. Clinton Frazier, Clint and DJ, DJ have declined the most in all of MLB. Do you think it's ball stuff? No. Partially? No. Okay. <clears throat> like, like I'm not blaming it on that at all because it's like all the hard hit stuff's down and like stuff mm-hmm. that isn't. Like, off the bat, shouldn't change. Like, yeah, the final distance is, a, like, his homers being down by the end of the year would, would be normal. Right. But, like, losing a few hits, but. It's like bizarre, it's, man. It's such a big drop in everything. I know I know the Clint roller coaster in the defense will never be excusable as someone who played outfield in the minor leagues and now in the major leagues. And he still has his days that look like pure chaos out there. But man, like this dude, he had an 8 OPS in 2019. He had a 9 OPS in 2020. Like I, the hit is supposed to be his tool. And over those 100 plus games in 2019 and 2020, he was on pace to be like a 30 homer guy. And there's just been none of it this year. Um, so I don't know. I I'm letting him and Papa do battle it out until the All Star game, and then if you're both duds, like just get behind the old man. Yeah, yeah, it's it's rather weird. I don't know what's going on. How many? Uh, DJ's interesting because it's a hard hit hits down. Like, you know, that's his game. So maybe I don't. Maybe you want to, like he hits it hard into the ground, and maybe those are like just not as hard anymore because the ball's softer. No idea. Yeah. N- trying to come up with an excuse there, but really no idea. It's not getting the barrel on the ball. Yes. Like his like whole thing is just like I can. <laughs> he'll find the barrel and, and get it wherever. Yeah. Um, let's see. By plate, how many plate appearances is 150? I'm trying to see uh where they rank at their position across the league this season in uh like runs created plus or some of these of the advanced metrics. I mean, DJ <sighs> Compared to the the whole of this season so far, 
It's not absurd. I mean, he has a 97 OPS plus. He's getting on base at a 345 clip, which is okay, but there's just zero pop. And, I mean, we're comparing him to Yankees' DJ LeMahieu, 195 games coming into the season, a 145 OPS plus, a 922 OPS. He's got a 684 OPS this year. I mean... No doubles, no homers, literally no triples. DJ has no doubles? He's six. Oh. I was, That's I, why I said I, the literally. I believed that you. Yeah. I was like, what? <clears throat> what? He has he has the six doubles, three homers, and two of them are off Corbin, who he just hits, and they were porch jobs. Right? So. Yeah. Right. He's, he's on pace for a nine-homer season. He hit 10 and. He hit 10 in 50 games last year. He has three this year. Uh, there are only two outfielders in all of baseball that have, uh, with 150 plate appearances, that have a lower batting average than Clint Frazier. Batting average? Yeah. Um, he's he's uh, 69th. Shout out. Jorge Soler nice. and JBJ doing him favors. How about it? Um. OBP, corner outfielder, should be slugging position. Certainly uh, a hitting position, since it's the easiest outfield position to play, and they just throw third baseman there that can't play third anymore. He is 67th out of 71 in slugging. 69th in, uh, in batting average. 75th in w- w- runs created plus. So... And, like, this guy played all last year. He's played this year. I don't know what's going on, but it's... It's bizarre. It's beyond... Yeah, Jimmy doesn't like Clint, so he's talked shit about Clint. Like, it's... I feel like because I've talked shit about him in the past, it clouds how bad he actually is doing this year when I say... I get what you're saying. I I just think there's so much other shit, shit covering each other's shit. But, I mean, out of 70 outfielders, he's bottom five in offense production and bottom five in defense. Yeah. And he's still going out there every day. And they're not, like, sending him to AAA to work on stuff or anything. Well, I think that is an interesting conversation because Clint's been up this whole year, right? So they haven't burned his final option. And I think value-wise. Value more value. He has no value. He's not a trade candidate. I think he is a trade candidate. Um but yeah, man, I uh, I don't know. I mean, him, you know. Again, think about where we think about where we are with Miguel Andujar right now, because this is someone you were also tough on, just because there has been no performance. I mean, we hadn't seen Miguel Andujar hit in a while. I mean, Miguel Andujar on the season has a lower OPS than Clint. Yeah, but he hadn't played in three years. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But Miguel Andujar having a good week and a half. Has now made us feel better about him. And that's how much crap is just yeah, on this not, team right now. Miguel Anders only played 19 games, only 66 played appearances versus 150. You can, he hasn't you can played in two years. They're not close to a fair comparison at all. Right, but then then we should be being tougher on DJ. Because, like, he, all those buckets Katie Sharp laid out for us, DJ's with them with the drop-off that they've had. Yeah, I think getting MVP votes two years in a row and carrying the team for two years gives you some leeway to be like, well, I think you can put, you can, can have can a bad back. first half. Yeah. Now the the hard hit stuff is like hard to say. Oh, he'll for sure put it together this year, and he can he's allowed to have a down year. But also good defensively, we made him bounce back and forth, which we don't think he likes. But I guess he did that the last few years, so I guess scratch yeah. that. So, Clinton DJ. Thanks, Katie. And, like, the Clint stuff, like, all the offensive numbers we've thrown out there. And, like, the defense stuff still true. Oh, yeah. So, like, he's out there to hit. People have heard us do that conversation a million times, but. Out there to hit, and he's not doing it at all. Bummer. Yeah. Somebody hit. He's doing what he did last year at the plate, certainly in the regular season. You could deal with the defense being whatever it is. And the playoffs, we can talk about. I, I guess that's that is why I'm I'm coming in a little more conservative. Is that our hitting has been so bad that 
if Clint found it at the plate, which wouldn't be shocking. We've seen this dude hit at a major league level. Like, a two-week Clint blast, and he would be our cleanup hitter. He's having a good last week. Him and Gary, figure it out. He just got no pop. Like, the ball's just... Someone tweeted at me, and we've said this before, like, it looks like he got a hold of one, and then it's a flare over the infield. Yeah. It looks like he's swinging with, a, like, a wiffle ball bat. It's weird, well, and got, that's where I got, wonder... He's got less than 10 extra base hits. That's where I wonder... And 150 with, plate appearances. That's where I do wonder about the balls with him and DJ. I mean, you know, DJ's power, a lot of that was brought to you by a short right field at Yankee Stadium, which is fine. It's still there. But the balls have changed a little bit. I, I wonder it for him. I wonder it for Clint. Yeah. Someone in the chat asked, who do you think gets pulled when Severino comes back? I think it'll be Tyone. They currently only have four starting pitchers, so no one. There will be room. And I don't. And, I, and even <clears> if it's not, they'll go six man. Do six man for a couple weeks. They said they were going to go six man with someone year. anyway, right? Well, they're, they're, doing, they're doing six man, man with, with Sevy right Mayans, now. Yeah. yeah, they have him on a six day rotation. Yeah. yeah, and then Cashman, you know, whether he's just placating or not, said, "Well, who knows if we're going to have an opening? He might have to go to the bullpen and get bulk innings there, or he might start." And but, I mean, Sep, I mean, guys, look at look at Syndergaard. Look at, I mean, he's not going to come in and be 2018, 2017 Luis Severino right away. I mean, he's just. Please don't put that pressure on him. Or you, you can't pencil in him head. into game two playoffs. Don't think he's going to be that. Yeah. Let's see what he is. Don't lock yourself in any mentality. Be excited to see him when he comes back. Yeah. But. I'm excited to see the radar and some minor league stuff. Hey, do you want to do guess the lineup? Ooh. Because every time we do this on a Tuesday episode, they put out a lineup that's just buzz- let's guess like I love it. Let's not do our lineup, or we can do our lineup today. Um, and then we'll, and then we will uh, guess like okay, this can, is what we would do, and then we have to do something fucked up. Be like, mm. this is what they'll probably do. Because yeah. every time do, we like, do this. What our guess would be if you were running the team, given who you think is going to need rest or platoon stuff. But, okay. And then, like, all right, and here's is there the any there Is there play. any reason that DJ, Stanton, Judge, Urshela, Glaber shouldn't play today? No. Okay. So we should go DJ leadoff, Stanton two, Judge three, Geo four, Glaber five. They've been doing that, right? I think so. Yeah. They did that last two games. Um, I think they go Gary next. Yes. Higgy started yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think they go Gary next. Then I think, do you think Clint sees Glass now? They sat him last time against Glass now because it was when Clint admitted he couldn't hit fastballs. Right. Or do they go Anduar, who's played uh, three games in a row now and is hitting a bit? Problem right yesterday. now. Problem right now. Zero lefties. So yeah. they're gonna go Odor, and they're Lord. fucking gonna slide Odor. So even if we were making it, right. Odor is probably in there. DJ's playing first, and you put o- they, they would probably slide Odor in between like Geo and Glaber, or something like that, just because yeah. there's a righty on the bump. And before Gary, at least. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna put him. I'm gonna put him. After Glaber. Do you have Glaber, Odor, Gary? Uh, they've, I have them after Glaber. Yeah. DJ Stanton, Judge, Geo, Glaber, Odor, Gary. Um, and then we're going to have Gardner in the nine hole and Anduhar. But then Clint would be sitting back-to-back days, which I don't know if they'll do that. Yeah, and Clint's last game was a two-hit game. So you'd assume they try to get him in there. I don't know. You're uh again, he's probably a fantastic dude. But yeah, I'm expecting Ford in the lineup somewhere. Um which is just scary. That's the part two of us. I would love to be able to reward Anduhar's 
Homer. Right. So, yeah, that's this is what I would do. My lineup would be DJ Stanton, Judge, Geo, Glaber, Odor, Gary, Andujar, Gardner. That would be my lineup. Well, you'd, you would have Gary above Odor. Um, it's like what you would do given how I don't you think care. Think. Okay, I'd because I maybe Gary Andujar Gardner is better at the. Gotcha. I Separation mean, all, between Odor and Gardner. Yeah, I can get on board with. Yeah, I, that. so I, I okay. not hard either way. Yeah, but I would I in would, the realm. Yeah, so that's what I do. So let's guess what they're gonna do. Uh, let's go. They say DJ Stanton Judge. That DJ Stanton Judge Geo should be it. Yeah. Then they might do like Odor lefty. Then mm. Gary, then Ford, then Skip Glaber. He's going to be up there probably. So Geo, Odor, Glaber, Gary, Ford, Gardner. So, but <clears throat> if you have Ford and if you have Ford and Odor, and maybe this is our protection there, that's your right side of the infield. So it's probably just going to be one of them. So then Odor. You'd think you'd you you'd. you'd Fucking think. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. I mean, they're not going to throw so, Wade out there, right? So, so what do you have for the guess right now? What are we up to? DJ Stanton, Judge. I almost have to guess something that I think is insane. Because that's what they That's do. the game. Let me find what they did to Glass now last time you faced them. I'm going to go... Yeah, basically what... What Fangraphs has is their lineup: DJ Stanton, Judge, Urshela, Torres, Gary, Odor. It's Andujar slash Clint. I I would hope Andujar after the homer yesterday, and then Gardy. Um, because I I you know they've been doing their whole pretend that they've been building up for the Rays series and taking it seriously. So. All right, so I ha- I'm I'm now basing my official guess. What? Ford has a homer against Glass now. He does? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so he's, he's going to be in there over uh, Odor. So, Which I'm kind of okay with, to be completely honest. If, so, if the choice is those two. Flip like, a coin for me. My fear is it's Geo or DJ at Yeah, I, I, DJ at third, sit Geo a day, because he's kind of been slumping. He's been, nursing, he's been slumping and nursing something? Oh, they can't do that. They can't afford to they, do that. They just publicly. did it with him DJ, DJ. in Detroit, in right. theory, so you can play him all four. But that doesn't stop them before from doing the stupid thing. So, um, how many? I'm doing my official guess: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And who am I missing? Okay, my official guess official is that guess. they go DJ. Judge, Stanton, Geo, Ford, Glaber, Gary, Andujar, Gardner. Okay. I like that. Well, I don't like it, but it's my guess. I like that as a guess. Okay. I went to the last time they faced Glass now, mm. and they slid. They had Hicks three, so they had a lefty three hole, and then they had Gardner six, mm. and then Odor nine. So they force some lefties into the lineup then, which they makes force me force some lefties and spread them, spread them out and stuff. Spread your shit. Yeah, Ford always finds himself higher than he should be in the lineup as well. So I like slotting him into five there as your guess. Geo has awful numbers against Glass now. They might, they might. Okay, that would allow them to. That would allow them to go three lefties. Where they would go DJ, Judge, Stanton, Glaber, Ford, Gary, Odor, Andujar, Glaber. That sounds like something they'd fucking do. Potential Geo rest day. Yeah. That would... That would suck, but... Can't guess lineups that I, I would do because every time we do it, mm-hmm. they put out a lineup that baffles us. So tune in to the pregame show for a reaction when it actually comes out. If it somehow is a DJ wrestler, which I don't think it is because they don't do that. I just have to want to guess who's lead. I guess Gardner is all of a sudden at the top. Like, why that are, just came to my brain. Why are Ford and Odor on this team? 
Well, Odor, Odor, because he's free. That yeah. one I know. Welcome to my post game recaps. <laughs> Just every time, Odor, Why I are, can tell you for sure, it's because he is free. Why are get, they on get this in, team? Get call up Park. Call up guys who aren't these guys. Yep. Yep. I mean, I've been on repeat. Just like it's. Why are Ford and Odor on the team? Seem like great guys, though. Yeah. Nice fellas. Gittins, Florial, Dietrich. It's nuts. Dietrich has been awful in AAA, so like, but like, what's, well, so has everyone else. Same. Who cares? Everyone's been awful. Can play first, so. Trey yeah. Ambergy. Trey. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, comment below who you're fixing, who you're switching, and who you're sticking with. And uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs>